I'll tell you a story. Close your eyes. There were five of them. The Indian. The ex-slave. An explosive expert. Charles Darwin. And the masked bandit. They had one common enemy. Governor Odious. When I fall asleep, you gotta go. The story was just a trick to get you to do something for me. You're making everybody die. We're a strange pair, aren't we? Are you trying to save my soul? Huh. Welcome to Fanboy and the Snob. I'm Chad. My name is Chris. Today we're talking about The Fall. By Tarsum from 2006. We had a lot of trouble finding this movie. Because they did a thing called a staggered release. Where they thought the way... <laughs> so what they did was the movie came out in theaters to lukewarm reaction. Because this this movie... This movie's like the anti-Marvel movie. <laughs> you know? It's like... It tells a Marvel story just way better. Mm. Like, way better. It's this different storytelling. It's the same thing. This movie's better than The Avengers. <clears throat> In terms of like, here's a team of heroes that are going to go stop the villain. Like, this movie blows that movie out of the fucking water. Oh, man. My soldier was pretty good. That's whatever. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm saying in terms of like action, this blows them out. of. And there's barely any CGI. Like you saw this. Wallace was CGI. The arrows in the back scene was CGI. Like that scene of him falling and everything. It looked rough, but yeah. in 2006, I was like, "Whoa!" Kind of liked it for like the what it was. What, it, what yeah. the movie was like him having like a ridiculous death. I mean, it's a little girl imagining it. So yeah. Oh god, this movie's so good. It's ah, this is one of my favorites. So in 2005, I heard about this movie and I saw the trailer and I was like, I got to see this. And then I went and saw it in like a half empty theater with my friends. And I was like, this movie blew my mind. <laughs> so I fucking pirated it and I kept it on my laptop, but then my laptop bricked and I was like, no. And then I was talking to Chad about it and I was like, we got to watch this movie, The Fall. Let's go on Amazon Prime and watch it and couldn't find it on Prime, couldn't find it on fucking yeah. Hulu, couldn't find Nothing. it on Netflix. And I was like, no pirated copies we could find. So we go on the Internet and we're like looking through eBay and Amazon and we can't find anything for like under 40. I was willing to pay 40 bucks, yeah. you know, but we couldn't find anything under like everything. 70. Everything was 70 and above. Ugh. And then we contact the library to be like, hey, do you guys have this? And they're like, we don't, but they do and we can get it for you we were like wow so then we drove to the library idea we, we drive to the library and then they're like who are you and chad's like oh shit i left my wallet at home <laughs> and then the lady was like wow it's real smart to drive without your wallet huh and then chad went and then i had to take over so i was like yeah his name's chad paquin p-a-q-i-n he's portuguese and she went portuguese and then she brought us over to a rack and we were looking for Paquin. And I'll admit I missed it because the paper was folded and she found it in like a split second. And then she was like, wow, you guys suck. And then the lady laughed at us. Remember the random lady picking up books laughed at us. And I was like, wow, this is embarrassing. I think I said that out loud. <laughs> and then uh, we got it and we left. 
and then we drove back to Chad's house, and his car smells like milk still. (laughs) And then uh, we came downstairs, and we tried to start the movie, and then Patty called us like right when the movie was getting cool, and it took us out of the film. But thank God, Tarsim's an amazing storyteller because he brought us right the fuck back in. Right? That's pretty much our viewing experience. Yeah, so we watched The Fall. It's about this uh, stuntman. Well, no, first it's about this little girl who broke her arm picking oranges, and she likes to throw oranges at the priest, <laughs> and she speaks English no so good. Uh, yeah. Better than everybody else there. Your mom and sister and Well, English. she's better than the people that don't know English, but yeah. remember, are you lying? Yes. No. You know, and it's like, <laughs> wait, you just said yes. No. I also think that's her being a little girl. Well, yeah. The, 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 being caught up in like, Wait, shit. <laughs> the, the little girl is the best child actor I've ever seen. Yeah, she did a great job. Like Amazing. And you said she's only done like one movie? She did this. Yeah. Like I checked the IMDB because I was like, I bet that chick's like a leading lady by now because this movie came out in 2006. So I was like, she's got to be in like some teen fucking bullshit, right? Like a Ender's Game or a Maze Runner <laughs> or something. But no, she just did this movie and then... Which is good, you know? When you're at the top of your game, that's when you quit. <laughs> Like, it's sad though, because her and the weed man was uh, like, Lee Pace. They were both really good. Lee Pace was amazing. He's mm. a he's like an Ethan Hawke like pretentious douchebag like an Edward Norton, mm. but damn can he act. Yeah. So it's like you're allowed to be that much of a douchebag, especially during the storytelling. Like he just kept switching up the accents, switching up back. just changing. I love how anytime like one of them forgot what was happening, they would just change the story <laughs> to fit whatever <laughs> mood they were in at yeah. that moment. Oh, that's when I get real sad. Like when uh, Alexander's pouring the water out, the guy goes, why? Because the little girl's acting, you know, <laughs> asking that question. But yeah, the little girl's in the hospital because she broke her arm. There's nurse Evelyn. There's the priest uh she threw oranges at the priest and she drops a letter out the window to give to nurse evelyn to i guess explain why she threw the orange but it lands in lee pace's lap (laughs) and he's a a stuntman or it's revealed to be a stuntman who's paralyzed from the waist down yeah who just wants to die (laughs) Uh, you don't know about that first though no he um he starts (laughs) talking to the little girl and he's telling her story he's like i'm gonna tell you a fucking epic story yeah, because it all starts out. Basically, she goes down. She he tells her this little one-off story about uh, Alexander, Alexander and dying know. in the desert, and the little girl's like, "That's fucking dumb." And then he basically is like, "Come back tomorrow, and I'll tell you an epic story." She's like, "Epic? What's epic?" And he's yeah. like, "Long story with lots of characters." And she was <laughs> like, "Epic." And then. The thing is, I think he was originally trying to be really nice to the girl. Cause he... And then he found out about his fucking yeah. diagnosis. Yeah, <coughs> basically, the next scene, she walks in, and <coughs> that shows them. She walks in, he's having like a consultation with the doctor well, she's and the talking, priest and everything. He's talking to the guy with the missing leg. Yeah. Who's like, dude, this isn't a bad thing. Uh, ever since I lost my leg, I've been working. And then Lee Pace is like, yeah. I can't feel anything from the waist down, though. Yeah. You know, like, and my girl fucked off, you know? And she's just kind of sitting out in the corridor trying to do all the finger things in the shadow and everything. Which he's she, looking through the, and the, the horse is upside down behind her. <laughs> Did she, 
plays like <coughs> this is gonna sound really stupid, but you'll understand. She plays a child very well in the movie because a lot of times you have these child actors where it's an adult writing it, so the adult yeah, is so trying it's to a be child, child acting like an adult, yeah, acting like a child, yeah, and it never works. But this, is... I feel like this little girl they were just like, all right, just do what you want. Here's your lines. <laughs> just here, say these words when you're supposed to, because she would stumble over Lee Pace's lines all yeah. the time. But Lee Pace, being the professional, recognized what the fuck was happening and was like, sounds like an overeager child trying to talk. Yeah, like he he would go to say something, she would interrupt him, and he would stop, and then she would stop. And then they both talk at the same time, and it felt very organic and cool. It's such a good movie. <laughs> it's so good. But let's explain the characters that they actually put in the story. There was the Indian. So, well, no, it starts with the ex-slave. Who, in her mind, because she's never met an ex-slave before, puts the black guy who delivers <laughs> ice to the hospital as the ex-slave. And by the way... Fuck that job. Dude is ripped. Yeah. Dude's like 6'4", just shri- not like, like Brock Lesnar where it's all like glory muscles. Like yeah. he's like... Just tone. Yeah. Like... Imagine having like fucking having a hall of ice all day. Yeah, you'd be ripped as fuck. Yeah. Fuck um, <laughs> so, and then, so the ex-slave worked in a sugar uh, cane plantation owned by evil governor odious and his brother worked himself to death and then um the slave freed everybody and burned the plantation and he swore he would be the one to kill governor odious next is the indian who married the most beautiful squaw in the world i told you i was gonna forget yep and she was so beautiful she hid her face and governor odious disguised himself as a beggar and he had a dish with water in it just so he could see her reflection. Um, the Indian learned about this and locked his squaw behind many doors, but Odious stole her anyway. And the cool thing about this is when we're saying Indian squaw and wigwam, <laughs> the little girl is imagining an Indian person from India yeah. in like the Taj Mahal, and he's got the Sikh headband he's got the Sikh dagger i like how when they first they first introduced him to swimming in the ocean and coming up and the way he he has hair down everything they actually looked like a native american yeah he looked the next scene he's all like he's an indian yeah yeah (laughs) it's Uh, little things like that that make this movie fun yeah this is a movie you'd want to watch twice just you you need yeah this is 100 percent a visual movie yeah which like i watched it with two people who are on their phones the whole time and they were like It was okay. And and I, was I, had, like, I only had like a beer and a half during this movie. Yeah, because you were watching it the whole time. <laughs> like, yeah, it takes your attention. And it's like, no, you're going to look at this fucking crazy shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Indian gets his girl stolen from him. And the girl decides she, fuck you, Governor Odious. And she hides, does that cool shot where it's like the crane down <laughs> and she pulls the blanket over her head. So he puts her in the labyrinth of oblivion. That was so cool yeah and she's just going up these mazes of stairs and imagine like how fucking crazy that would drive you yeah and then she decides the only way out (coughs) is to kill herself and the indian swears vengeance he will be the one that kills governor (laughs) odious then it was luigi the bomb expert (laughs) just wanted to make bombs but he made bombs so powerful governor odious banned him couldn't even confess to his priest. Couldn't because anybody who talked him, to him sworn to death. Or so not even his priest would hear his confession, and he swore he would be the one to kill Governor Odious. 
can never get his bombs to go off. Then there was Charles Darwin. His, it was a fucking jacket, man. I, I think it was a weird jacket. But that jacket was so cool. <laughs> so Charles Darwin, the English naturalist, loved all things living and studied them with his partner, Wallace, who's a little monkey that lives in a bag. <laughs> and uh, they're looking for, what is it? And then she goes, butterfly. And he goes, butterfly. <laughs> they're looking for Americana Exotica, Ugh. the world's rarest butterfly. And Governor Odious sends him a dead one. And Pin in, right through the fucking heart. And, and in that <laughs> moment, Charles Darwin swore he would be the one to kill Governor Odious. And then it does. This I like how it has like the Indians' motivations, and it's fucking his. Yeah. The butterfly. Fuck. But it's like everyone hates Odious. And then it does this cool <laughs> shot where the butterfly turns into Butterfly Reef, which yeah. is I think off the coast of Australia or something. <clears throat> yeah, the way they faded that in was cool. Really cool. Because it just goes in the natural landscape. And, and then it, and then the mass bandit reveals he can't swim. <laughs> So it's like all over an and the mass bandit looks like her dad, who yeah. is revealed to be dead. Remember? Mm. Oh, your dad's dead. Who killed him? Angry men. Who? Angry men. Rem like she keeps yeah. repeating that, and he's like, I and he goes, "I'm sorry," and she goes, "Angry men." You know, like because she doesn't fully yeah. understand the English. Oh, that was sad. Yeah. Ah, this fucking movie, bro. This movie kicks him <laughs> in the. It makes you laugh super hard, and then it kicks you in the balls. Yeah. It's one of those Let's wait fun... till we get to the ending. Oh, the ending's heavy. Um, <laughs> so then uh, Charles Darwin looks over at Wallace, and Wallace is, like, making monkey noises, and he's like, all of them? <laughs> yep, and then he pulls out, and he goes, we, and then he shuts the bag, I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, calls over an elephant, and then they put the mass bandit on the elephant, and they swim to shore. And they're like, fuck yeah, let's go get Odious. And they're looking at this tree. That was so cool. Yeah. Fucking like. Basically like this guy comes out. Like, he's a mystic and he has dreads and everything. And the dreads are all connected to the tree. And yeah. Just like slowly like falls pulls out. And, they, and he comes and he's just in a speedo and he's all ruddy. You know, he looks. I want to watch how they made that. Like actually film that. Yeah, it was cool. It was really because like the tree is like hollowed out and there's like a man in it and then his eye opens and he comes that was creepy out as fuck too. Tree. I thought it was a woman at first too. Yeah, you well you're looking at it. I I wouldn't be surprised if they had a male in there and then a fe you know because mm. it's the little girl imagining it. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if there was multiple because they show it like three different times before mm. he fully gets out of the tree. Yeah, but that was a cool. That was one of the. Oof. And then the mist. They're like, we don't need a mystic. <laughs> <laughs> So the Missy's like, all right, whatever. Uh, birds are inside me, by the way. <laughs> and they're like, whatever. So they go to attack Odious's like compound, and the the black guy, uh, the slave, decides he's gonna like sell fish, right? Mm. So he's like, fish, 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 or whatever. So they call him up. And, starts walking up the stairs, but he's got his bow, his arrow, and his in his bag. And the Indian and Charles Darwin are going up this side. They're coming up this side. Luigi and the mass bandit are standing behind the cart. The ex-slave trips and they see his bow and arrow. So the bandit and Luigi pop out and they have that cool battle where they're running up the stairs shooting their flintlock pistols. And then perfect shots. Yeah, well, come on. And then uh the Indian fights four guys at once mm. and he's a total fucking badass. That was a nice scene. Like he's like he's like they go to swing at him and he blocks it and it breaks their sword and then he Yeah, the first two strikes just knocks their swords in half. 
And he just takes out the other guys. Like, oh. Yeah, just stabs him and trips him. And you're like, fuck yeah. But then they manage to close the door into Odious's palace. So Charles Darwin runs up and he's looking through the keyhole like she was doing. Mm. And he just sees bodies flying. And he's like, <laughs> what the fuck? So then Luigi's like, move out of the way. I'll blow the door up. <laughs> and then Darwin, Darwin has the fucking picks keys, the lock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they get through. And they're standing there, and the mystic is standing on a pile of dead bodies, just like, what's up? You still don't want me, bitches? And then it cuts to Luigi, and he puts the fucking fuse out, because, <laughs> like, they paid attention, you know? Like, <laughs> normal movies, they just be like, yeah, whatever, it's a fuse. Um, Look at disappointment on his face. Then uh, the little girl has to go away, and Lee Pace gets the diagnosis that he's probably never going to walk again. Yeah. And that's when he has his little freak out. Not really a freak out per se, but more like a fuck you. But that's when he decides, um, you know, we I need morphine. You know, M O R I P H N I N three. I don't know if I spelled that right. I'm drunk. Anyway, <laughs> drunk and dyslexic. Go fuck yourselves. Um, yeah. So he like learns he's gonna die. Or he's not going to die, but uh, he'll never walk again. And he's super upset. And uh, the little girl, he tells <coughs> the little girl, like, I need you to get this for me. And he writes, well, the only reason he does, I forget. And she goes to the church and she opens like the the Eucharist. Eucharist yeah. Are you trying and... to save my soul? And she's like, hmm? yeah, she takes the Eucharist and then she like brings it to him. Eats half of it, gives him half. And then he's confused because he doesn't know if she knows what the Eucharist yeah, actually does. And she doesn't because yeah. he's like, the piece, the bread, the bread you gave me, it saves your like, soul. Save what? what yeah like hmm? but that made him hatch the idea of being like this girl's sneaky yeah let's see if she can get me some of that morphine because he wants to die at so, first i didn't know if he wanted to die i just thought he just wanted to get fucked up so she goes to steal the morphine and she sneaks into the room and she takes the three she takes the pills yeah and then someone comes so she runs into like an observation room and she sees a woman mourning her dead son who was bit by a snake. Yeah, this scene was fucked up because yeah. she's talking to the doctor all calm and everything. And then the doctor walks out. And, and, she, and as soon as she, she walks out, she grabs the kid's foot. So Shake him, wake slapping up. him and everything. Like, wake up. You have to wake up. Ugh. You know? And it's just like, wow, heavy. If my dad probably do the same reaction. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Because that's super heavy. Yeah. And, um, and then she gets found on the stairway and she peed her she, pants yeah, she by the old guy who gave her the winds orange. up turning out to be the mystic yeah um he gives her the orange he tells her his teeth are his source of power he gives <laughs> her the magic words googly 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 <laughs> be gone that's cute the next thing it's her being like, telling it to lee him, pace and he's just like what because okay. he's mad that he only got three pills yeah and why then, i didn't get that scene i don't know if i just misheard it but why did she dump them down in the toilet because he was only m-o-r-p three. three oh yeah it makes sense then he decides to punish her by making the mass bandits brother get murdered mm. and this is where we start to see what kind of person uh lee pace's roy is he starts getting really desperate he gets angry and when yeah. he gets angry he fucks with her by fucking with the story to get her to do what oh, he God. wants yeah it's fucked up it's fucked up so he kills the mass bandit's brother, which makes the mass bandit swear his blood oath to kill anything that is Spanish. It's like, isn't he Spanish? He's French. We oui, Capitan. 
so I love the accent changes from him too. Yeah, like that guy. Did I like when job. he turned from her father to Lee Pace yeah. in that scene, just by putting his head down and coming back up and having it be a completely different actor. <laughs> he uh, he puts a curtain in front of him, right? Because old hospital beds used to have curtains that you could pull. So he has the curtain in front of him and he's like, go grab my toe. And she's like, I don't want to. And he goes, go grab my goddamn toe. So she <laughs> runs over and she grabs his pinky toe and goes, I'm grabbing your pinky toe. And he goes, no, 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 no don't tell me. And she goes, okay. And then she grabs the toe and goes, I'm grabbing your toe. And he goes, is it my big toe? And then she switches to the big toe and goes, yeah. And then he pulls the curtain. He's like, are you lying to me? N- yes. No. You know? And then that's when he starts so fucking with her again. Yeah. That's pretty much where he's like, get out of here. Yeah. He gets mad at her. Oh, Jesus Christ. When do they get captured? Oh, at the wedding. After after they liberate the slaves. Yeah. So um, they're about to go attack this slave caravan. That's when he tells her to go get the morphine. She goes against the morphine. Um, he plays out the slave battle, and then he takes... Or no, this is when he has her steal the pills from the guy across the room. So there's a guy that shows up who's like, I don't feel very well. You need to, like... He's a hypochondriac. Yeah. And... Um, they're given the hypochondriac morphine, so uh, Roy is like, "Go steal morphine from him." So yeah, she, because earlier they had a little scuffle, and the guy dropped the keys to his. Yeah, and and she stole the key. Yeah, yeah. So basically, he has the little girl go get it, grabs it perfectly in the middle of the cabinet, brings it back to him. Then once he gets it, he's like, "If I fall asleep, that means it's time to, to go. go. And yeah, do not come back tomorrow." And she's like, "I don't want to go." And he's yeah. like, "No, you need to go." So he downs the whole bottle of pills. He tells the story about the oh, slave. And you could just tell he's getting more and more messed yeah, up. Yeah, because throughout. even his character in the story is getting yeah, through. He has a whiskey bottle. Pretty, no, like that's, the, alcohol that's bottle. the end. He has it during that, doesn't no, he? No, no, he doesn't. Oh, all right. Because remember, he's talking to uh, Nurse. What was the nurse's name? Whatever, the nurse. <clears throat> and he, um, he, they attack this fucking slave caravan, which is super cool. Yeah. And if you ever watched our D&D stuff on our old channel, when <laughs> our D&D party attacked the slave caravan, I described this scene. <laughs> it's super cool. Yeah, they had the slaves pretty much like walking on like a hamster. Like ev- every every slave like, like had a yoke and they were carrying this giant ca- carriage. And then there were even slaves in the wheel helping the wheel turn. It's super brutal too. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in like a movie. You haven't watched enough movies. What about slaves at least? Yeah. Oh yeah, my bad. You watch, you know, your comic books, but um, hey, what's the movie's like a comic book? It is. I hate you. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah. So um, they're they're attacking the caravan, expecting Odious to be in it, but instead it's Nurse Evelyn and her nephew, <laughs> and and the bandito. No, the bandits, because they're French now, not Spanish. <laughs> um, the mass bandit decides. She's mine, boys. And they, they all take a step off. back. <laughs> <laughs> then they kidnap her and just leave his nephew, be- her nephew behind. Crying with the burning <laughs> caravan. God damn, these guys. And again, Luigi lit dynamite, threw it, and it took the little girl yeah. to go, what about the dynamite? And then every character like <laughs> looks and runs. <laughs> I thought that was clever. Um, so they take him to like the Taj Mahal or something. I don't know what location that. It was beautiful, though. It was though. beautiful. And uh, she reveals to him that she's never <laughs> remember, and then she sneezes. <laughs> yeah, during him telling the story, the little girl's starting to sneeze, so he's paying attention to her. And, and the story stops, <laughs> so he can look at her sneeze, and then she goes, and then what happens? And then it goes right back into the story. <laughs> and it turns out Evelyn 
is falls in love with the mass bandit the mass bandit tells her all her secrets and they're super duper into each other about alion what's his name odious odious but anyway so yeah so they're like super in love and then luigi's like we cannot take her without on our mission and then um you know, uh, Lee Pace sits up and he's like, "When he goes, we can't take her to. It's too dangerous. If we're gonna kill Governor Odious, she can't come." And then she goes, <laughs> "Governor Odious, ah. <laughs> it's her fiance." <laughs> yeah, it turns out it's her fiance. So Lee Pace, uh, Roy is like the mass bandit, shoots her, and it hits her little locket. It hits her little locket because the little girl says, "No, she does not die." <laughs> and it hits her locket, and Luigi's like, "She does not die. It hit her locket," you know. <laughs> And her locket is like, never marry for money, always marry for your heart, blah, and blah, blah, like, blah, blah. never, I've never been able to open it yeah, until yeah. now. And as they're reading the locket, it's like three paragraphs long, and Luigi goes, it says all that? Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, yeah it's right there. Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> like, because, you know, kids' story, kids ask dumb questions. Like, um, so they bring her to fight Odious, don't they? They, she betrays him, remember? Oh, yeah well this is where he falls asleep mm. and um roy's dead because the very next scene is the little girl like kissing him trying to get him to wake yeah. up and all that stuff yeah pretty much the he stops telling the story to her at this point when he falls asleep and she's just like slapping him in the face giving him like a kiss telling him to wake up and everything and in her head she's like oh he really fell asleep. i guess he really fell asleep i'll go I to bed go. too and she sits in Nurse Evelyn's arms. Yeah, that was sad. She's by herself in a hospital with like screaming and crying. That scene where they show you the children's wing of the hospital. Yeah. It's like, wow. So we were joking about wanting to live back then, but we're like, not hospitals. We see like the idyllic scene and we're like, man, look at those cars. Look at that sun. Look at all those smiling faces. And then we see the hospital. We're like, yeah, but 21st century medicine's pretty good. <laughs> oh. All right. But then it shows her. They go back to her and she hears the, the little commotion going on outside. So she looks, they're wheeling someone out. And this is where she kind of puts two and two together. And she freaks the fuck out and yeah. runs downstairs. This runs is where up. your heart just goes, fuck. I'm grabbing your toe. I'm grabbing your toe. Wake up. Yeah. Wake up. I'm grabbing, which is the same thing the lady she saw in the, in the observation room was doing. Yeah. So like she just mimics things she sees around her, yeah, I she's guess. She's like a real little kid. Yeah. And then it turns out it's not um, Roy that died. It was the old man. Yeah, and then the fucking people are like, get, get out of here. Oh, yeah. The doctor walks up and goes, go on, get. And it's like, wow. Wait. Yeah, because she finds, they tell it again, and then she runs to his bed and opens it up, and he's and there. And Roy's there. And then Roy wakes up, and he's like, God, this is rough, dude. what the fuck? You yeah, know? he was expecting to never wake up again, and he wakes up to her waking yeah, him wait. up. And this is where he starts to freak out because the doctor comes over. He's like, "Oh, glad oh, you're thank awake. God you're awake!" And he throws the X-ray, and it shatters. Those are the cool old X-rays. Yeah, and he's fucking yelling at the doctor. And then the hypochondriac is like, "Shut up, shut up!" And he's like, "They're giving you sugar pills." And then the I know he's like, "You're not even sick." And the hypochondriac, <laughs> I, I am sick though. I am sick though. And like the little girl is just standing there crying while this is all happening. And then the nun like and, brings her yeah, out and, and everything. Ugh. Imagine that. And then she decides to make Roy happy <laughs> by running to go get the pills again. Mm. And she has to reach really high in the air. 
And basically, she's standing on the thing, and they have like a little dowel. Like a something. little pestle for a mortar and pestle. Yeah, like sitting right in front. And so she, she puts her, her foot, foot on the pestle and falls backwards. Then it goes into this really cool stop this motion. This really scene, cool right? stop motion where it's revealed that she... Remember how you were talking about lobotomies at the beginning yeah, of the film? Ugh. Yeah. Surgeries back then. Where just She basically fell and cracked her skull. So they had to is, put her skull and brain back together. And this is like her imagination putting it all together. And they're like what's... sticking the top of her head with needles and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because you can imagine how much consciousness she probably had. Because they didn't She's have like, sedatives in and, and everything back it, then. No, they had sedatives. Not you... like now, though. No, no, no. Better. Or not better, but... So World War II, they had ether where you'd huff mm. the rag and pass out. This is when they started doing like anesthesiology became like a thing was uh-huh. around this time period. It's no longer drink whiskey while we saw your arm off. Like they, <laughs> they kind of figured it out a little bit. They were using x-rays, you know, yeah. like that's their level of tech. All right. Um, but still, this is kind of also the thing where they're like, if we drain the wound, maybe it'll heal. So let's get leeches, you know, like that's, yeah, it wasn't there yet, but it was getting close. So she has like all this fucked up shit done to her head. And then she wakes up and she's staring at a fucking table and needles. And then she rolls her head over and Roy's there in a wheelchair crying. <laughs> Cause you know what? This is Roy's fault. Yeah. And Roy sees this as yet another reason why he needs to fucking kill himself. And this is pretty much the scene where she's like talking fin- to him. Finish the like- story. Yeah, like, you know, you don't need to do this. Yeah. And I do think she was babbling, like, incoherently at first. And she was trying to talk to him. So, so basically, they go to... The the chick betrays them. They don't really show that betrayal yeah. scene. It just starts with them already captured. In the Oh, it betrays them at the wedding. Mm. They do a cool wedding where it's, like, this cool, like, top-down shot at all these spinning guys and all this stuff. And then um, uh, Roy and all of them get captured. And they're in the desert. Oh, and it does that cool thing where the free priest's face turns into the desert. Yeah. Um, that's in the trailer, so you could totally use that shot, by the way. Um, yeah. And uh, Roy's like, they're just dead. They're going to die now. <laughs> and then she's like, no, because guess what? Your daughter was in the bag the whole time. <laughs> and she gets out of the bag, and Luigi goes, of course, that's why the bag was heavy. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> and she starts rescuing all of them and uh roy still just doesn't want to fight his character falls down he doesn't want to do it so the little girl starts telling the story and 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 they're like we're gonna go get odious we're gonna go fucking get odious and they're at this city and then it cuts back to reality and roy starts explaining to her like you know why i'm telling this story right it's because i want to die and i want you to help me and he takes a swig and it cuts back to the story you know and his character's holding the bottle and he's just getting drunk and you just watch the main characters die one by one in horrific ways yeah pretty much at this point he's just trying to like drill into her head death i'm a bad person don't like me so we first he kills wallace the... yeah wallace runs away from charles darwin up onto a palisade to catch a butterfly and get shot and then he reveals to charles darwin it was americana exotica <laughs> and then charles darwin mourns and and they ditch him because it's the the cool staircase thing yeah. with all the bad guys and then he goes, he goes, they'll pay you well for Charles Darwin's hide, Shoot which is such a, a badass. They'll pay you well for my hide. <laughs> like, yeah, enjoy your fucking money, scumbag. You know, that's such a good way to go out. Yeah. So he dies. And then it cuts to them like running and she fall or the mystic trips and drops his teeth. 
and the little girl runs to go help him get his teeth and the ex-slave runs out to help the little girl and then the mystic winds up getting axes in his back and stuff and he he clings to a tree and he's smiling as he's getting cut to death and the birds fly out of his mouth that was brutal yeah and the little girl runs to go help the mystic and then they start shooting arrows at her so the ex-slave shields her and just starts getting shot in the fucking back with arrows the cool thing about the mystic too is they pull off the dreadlocks and you notice it's the old it's guy the old guy was given the oranges and everything obviously but, that's but like up until then it was like a young man's body and then as yeah. soon as they pull the wig off it was the old actor like it looks it, so good yeah because the whole time in the movie he's just like there was a scene in the staircase he's just trying to make her feel strong yeah just so i think to... in that moment she was like, like stirring all the stuff to make it him yeah because he was there to comfort her yeah. and he's not there anymore and and roy's making her cry so yeah, yeah. so the ex-slave takes like 40 arrows to the back saving her and then he dies and he and he falls backwards and there's so many arrows in him that it supports his body i still like that yeah, like it looks it janky cool, but, but it, it i like cool. it and then he gets like four more in the chest yeah hey he's already fallen and they're like oh. yep so then the Indian, the little girl, and Roy start climbing up this rope to get into Odious's castle. And Roy and the little girl make it up, and they're looking over the ledge like, come on, come on, come on. And then the bad guys are grabbing the Indian by the foot, and he looks at him and goes, and takes the knife out of his mouth and cuts the rope, and they all fall to their death. <laughs> and Roy even goes, no! Yeah, he does the it, thing where he looks away, then he goes to look. I'm like, no! Yeah, like, like so now, like, and the whole time this is happening, she's going, why are, the, why are you killing them? Why do they have to die? I don't want them to die. Don't make them die. I don't want you to die. Please don't kill yourself. And to even more fuck with her, he ends up meeting up with the, what's the girl's name? But there, there's even before that line, that is, is the line of, she goes, don't make them die. And he goes, it's my story. Yeah. And takes a swig and she goes, mine too. <laughs> and you see like lee pace's character just breaks into tears and it's like god damn finally realizes he's impacting her fucking life. yeah like that's the best thing you can say to someone who's like attempting to it's yeah. it's my story too man you don't get to like come on man this affects me don't do it please you know yeah ah and then um he, he uh he goes up to fight odious and odious just beats the shit out of him and and he's like he punches him into the water and he's like starting to drown he's like he didn't even try this he didn't even try but i think this is going back to the original opening where he broke his back on the horse and mm. the guy's like look at him he's a drug addict he doesn't even want to stand up yeah you know and he's like i can't stand up and she's like please daddy please stand up please stand up it's like i'm not your father and then and then she's like sad. yeah and then she's like i don't want you to die and he goes okay and she goes, promise. And he goes, I promise. And he goes, show me your fingers. I promise I'm not going to die. And then Roy gets up and fucking punches Odious in the face. Him. And she goes, no more violence. So he goes, okay, no more violence. And he runs over and he picks his daughter up and he walks away with her triumphantly. And then Odious is like, I don't get it. And he falls backwards on his own sword. That was brutal too. Yeah, that looked really good. And then... uh he runs into uh, Nurse Evelyn and she's like, you know, it was all just a test to see if you really <laughs> loved me, right? I mean, everyone knows you should follow your heart. And then he pulls out the locket. Follow this. <laughs> By all means. And he throws it off the ledge. Follow your heart. And then the little girl crosses her arm like, fuck yeah, dad. 
That was one of the moments when like little things like that work perfectly. Yeah. Oh, I wish I if I'm ever in a position like that, I will never be able to pull anything off as I know. As nothing as perfect <laughs> that that was just by all means. You know, like <laughs> fucking so good. And then it cuts to the little girl in the orange grove with her family mm. or the remnants of her family because it's revealed in the stop motion thing how her father died. Her homestead in whatever her native country was raided and her father died trying to defend it, which is why she's screaming, get up, daddy, fight, daddy, fight when Lee paces because yeah. it's it's triggering those memories again. Um, but she's happy. She finds a butterfly, Americana Exotica, and she tells everybody about Roy and he's in movies right flickers is what they called him and then she sees roy get hit in the head with a stool and she watches it over and over and then she sees the other thing where they were going up and down mm. up and and her dialogue slowly fades out and it shows you like a compilation of just black and white stuntmen doing shit that is they like, never allow any of this. They to made happen, two though. trains crash into each. What about the guy on the motorcycle where when he climbed on the train, his motorcycle got sucked under it? Yeah, you know, the guy just has to grab the car perfectly to grab it. And Buster just, Keaton. That's a yeah. famous Buster Keaton thing where he holds his arm out and catches a car as it speeds. The one that scared me the most when the houses come down perfectly over them with the yeah. windows. The Ugh. Buster Keaton where he jumps across the building and misses. And fucks himself up. Fucking A. You know, stuntmen back in the day were badass. They were not saying they're not now, but nowadays, more than one take. <laughs> yeah, nowadays stuntmen are kind of just like, so I got to ride this CGI motorcycle over that CGI hill, and it's like, yeah, up until like even the sixties, seventies, they were still like, you got to jump off this building on fire, and it's like, all right, <laughs> and then you see the guy light himself on fire and jump off a building, you know, <laughs> like uh, Brad Pitt's character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was yeah. supposed to be like that image of the old school stuntman that was like a warrior. Beat up Bruce Lee. You got to read the book because the book explains that scene way better. Really? It's not so much that Bruce Lee was just a cocky douchebag. It's that's how his character fought. Brad Pitt's character fought. Mm. Gives you the first one to see what you got. Beats you the second one. Third one's the real one because you see them square up you see you see him take the vietnam like marine mm. fighting stance you see bruce lee go okay okay <laughs> and right before the real fight starts that's when they get interrupted like him throwing bruce lee into the car which is him catching his leg and moving it just yeah. to be like look what i can do like he kicked me once in the face that was pretty good but watch this you know and then they were gonna have the real fight but then it got interrupted yeah you can watch that all in joe rogan's tarantino interview it's three hours long i recommend it it's honestly if you're into movies and you're into directors it's probably one of the best things i've ever seen quinn tarantino is one of those people that i i hate him but i love him yeah yeah like he's such but a that's douche, the best but he's like that's perfect. the best kind of director where yeah. you're like you know that movie sucked but that movie was amazing um so chad on a scale of seven to 33 bananas what do you give this I give it 33 and a half. I give it four coconuts, one watermelon, and a cherry. Huh. 